Welcome to the Empath and the Narcissist Podcast, where you regain your sparkle back after narcissistic abuse. I am your host, Raven Scott, and I welcome you here to the show. If you are new and are enjoying this podcast, help me help others. Rate and review. Take a screenshot and DM me at Raven Scott Show on Instagram for a free human design reading to answer your pressing question about the root cause, your future, and external forces that influence you. Free yourself from narcissistic abuse and draw long-lasting, powerful boundaries. Get your free workshop now at ravenscott.show forward slash free dash workshop. Today, I will be discussing, so the narcissist is gone, but you can't stop ruminating. Have you been ruminating for years? Have you been ruminating for months? Whatever it may be, it's really part of your healing and processing process. Because the narcissist has a very specific disorder that throws you for a loop. They don't have healthy interactions. They've twisted your brain up in all sorts of ways, shapes, and forms. They've convinced you that you're only good with them. They have convinced you that others are not valuable, that you're not valuable, and that they are the only answer to any of your questions. And also then, during the abuse cycle, they discard you. They hurt you. They cheat on you. They do all these horrible things that a healthy person wouldn't do to somebody who they love. And so, of course, you're ruminating because you don't know what happened. You don't know what wrong and how this person who was so kind and loving during this honeymoon phase has changed. They've flipped the side of the coin. They are not Dr. Jekyll anymore. They are Mr. Hyde. So it's important to understand that while you're ruminating, the number one thing you must do is to not reach out and try and process this with the narcissist. It's their game to fool you. It is their game to keep you in under their control and manipulated. So a tactic that they like to use is reverse hoovering. They will play the quiet game and get you feeling very guilty because uh, you empath, you are a very kind person and you would never do this to anyone else. You uh, then feel responsible for the conflict. You start to feel like you need to apologize and do the right thing. And so you will reach out to the quiet narcissist who is now ignoring you and giving you the silent treatment. So you're groveling on your knees, you're begging them, you're texting them, asking, what did I do wrong? How can we fix this? How can we get back together? And this also can happen when you are stalking them on social media and they're trying to figure out why they look so happy and you're not happy. And you're trying to win them back, maybe by posts you're doing, by text messages. Um, but what what's happening is that you are not investing in yourself. You are not being solid on working on your emotional intelligence. You're not working on your self-worth and your self-love. And you're looking to that person who did give you an intense drug full of dopamine in your brain love 
who has now removed it. And it's kind of like you're a drug addict looking for that same hit emotionally. So reverse hoovering is actually something that they do. They, they ignore you. They get together with someone else. They post pictures, make themselves look really happy with someone else, making you the one feeling like you're the, the wrong person in the situation. You're the bad person. You're, you're not worthy of their love. So what you need to do is stop immediately and just look into yourself. Introspect. You know, today, as I'm recording this for the podcast, I pulled a tarot card spread for the collective. And what came up, as I want to share this with you, was the overall situation was the Nine of Pentacles reversed. And every single card I pulled was reversed. And when a card is reversed, it it shows like a sticking point. It shows some other flip side of the scenario. And really... This card of the Nine of Pentacles is all about abundance and flowing in self-worth and love and just thriving. And when it's reversed, it really is showing you that you need to focus on your self-worth. There is still something unresolved, unresolved feelings within you that you do not deserve what you dream of. And you're chasing after the wrong toxic people who treat you like shit. And then the other card that I pulled up was the four of cups reversed and this this indicates when it's reversed to retreat and introspect to look inside yourself to figure out why am I constantly attracting these people what are my patterns what's the common denominator and of course it always boils down to something you're doing in your life as a common denominator so it's something you're choosing again if you're chasing after the narcissist and constantly ruminating on them, you are giving them so much more power. You are not focusing in on your self-identity, your self-authority. And so you need to start looking at yourself versus looking on the outside. Um, But also make sure you don't lock loved ones out. So if a friend reaches out and wants to take you out, allow them to and allow them to help you process this you know if they're a healthy friend um the other thing that i pulled was the seven of swords again reversed um and this is sharing with us that we need to release the false belief that you are not good this is when it's reversed this is the imposter syndrome release that false belief that you are not good enough to accomplish your goals to have the love that you dream of and it's really a matter of, again, self-worth was the a huge theme within this card. And it's just really been the running theme of all of the interviews that I've had with all, all of our podcast guests. And what I see as the root cause, the root issue of empaths being sucked into a narcissist relationship, being sucked into people-pleasing and abusing, is there are issues with your self-worth. Do you value yourself enough to know that you're worthy, to know that you can accomplish your goals? And everything we do is a choice. Our thoughts are a choice. If we squish the negative ones and bolster ourselves with the positive, that's a choice. Chasing after the narcissist is a choice. Ruminating and continuing to fester in the negative energy is a choice. And the last card I pulled was the Ace of Pentacles. And this also was inverted. It was reversed. And it says, be careful with your finances when it's reversed. There is some type of 
windfall or setback happening. You, you think that you're receiving some type of deal or abundance, but you haven't received it yet. So don't splurge. Don't spend your money before it comes in. Don't put all your eggs in one basket. And I think that's really pertinent to this love that you felt such intense love and connection with. So don't put all your eggs in this one basket of the narcissist. Stop ruminating. Allow yourself to really focus on your self-worth, your self-love exercises, and evaluate. Do you truly know you are worthy of having it all? Because who you're chasing on the outside doesn't believe that they're worthy of having it all. So they wear a mask. And if you don't believe you are worthy of having it all, then you will continue to put up with the abuse. And as an empath, you have the ability to feel. You know when something feels right or wrong in your body, but conditioning, society, and just choosing the easy path allows your brain to justify the abusive actions, to justify the ignoring. We all have bad days, but we can always come back together and say, I'm sorry. We can always come back together and move forward in a positive way. But when you're dealing with a narcissist, that doesn't occur. It's just a perpetual cycle of empty words and unfulfilled promises. So make a choice to focus on your inner self spiritually. This is why I have all the exercises in my book, Empath and the Narcissist, at the end of each chapter and why I'm going to be building an app. Because this is the number one important thing to work on is your journey. You only have one soul. You have one path in this life. So focusing on someone else's path and if they're going to be on your path with you is moot. It's a waste of energy. You're lost on your path if you're work, if you're so if you're ruminating on this other person not being here. True love, true self-worth comes from within. You have to accept that you have a limitation, maybe. You have to accept that you are hooked on this high and low dopamine and guilt and shame receiving the abuse cycle, probably because you're used to it from childhood. But you have the choice. You have the power to choose to focus on yourself, to shed those ancestral patterns, to meditate to do affirmations and journaling, releasing all the negative energy, all of the baggage and expectations from your parents and their parents. You have, a, you have the choice and you have the power within you. So you really don't need to ruminate anymore on the narcissist. Getting up, dusting your hands off, and moving on is the best and most healthy choice for you to do. And the last point I want to bring up is give up enmeshed patterns and relationships. So some relationships may be enmeshed because you're used to that. And when you break those enmeshed cords, that person on the other end may be healthy enough to still be in your life with your new boundaries you've set. And some people don't understand how to function without being enmeshed. So they will die off. They will become instead of in your inner circle they will be on your outer circle and the energy and the investment in that relationship 
will be down to pennies versus hundreds of dollars, right, in the energetic realm. And so once you give up these enmeshed relationships and patterns, you really won't have any more space or desire to ruminate because you know they are doing this because they are not capable of loving you in a healthy manner. They don't have the tools. And then you have the compassion and the deep understanding and knowing to say, it's okay, I still have compassion for you when you come around once in a while. I will still have a boundaries and not allow you to say certain things, but you won't be wanting them to be intertwined with you anymore because you've given up having enmeshed relationships and patterns. And again, you do this by focusing on your self's journey, your self-worth, your self-identity, which is not based on everything on the outside, but based on the work you do on the inside. This is why astrology is a great tool for understanding what's going on in the energy. And if you're not into astrology, you absolutely can benefit from other emotional tools. EFT tapping is scientifically proven. You have meditation is scientifically proven. Journaling, quiet time, reading and soaking up as much self-improvement and mental health books as possible to rewrite all of the mirror neurons in your brain to switch off from this addiction towards the narcissistic behavior. Because more than likely, this one person who you're ruminating about is just the tip of the iceberg of how, how much narcissistic behavior in your life you're surrounded by that you've been putting up with. So give up those enmeshed patterns and first gain the knowledge to understand what is enmeshment, What is codependency, which we talk about in podcasts in the past, as well as in my Empath and the Narcissist book? There's a whole chapter and definition of what it is and how it can wreak havoc in your life and create you to have unhealthy boundaries and uh, relationships. So as an empath, you are a gift to the world with your deep, highly sensitive emotions. It is nothing to be ashamed about. You have the ability to feel. You have the ability to feel the worst and the best things. You have the ability to scan a room and know what's going on without hearing any words and knowing who is safe, who is not, who is anxious, who is having issues, all of the things. And it's a really intense experience. I affirm that and I understand. And this is why the empath protection meditation is key to do every day, which I have, um, on my YouTube channel and will soon be on the app. So make the choice to focus on your inner experience, your inner intuition, and your inner knowing. And when it comes to the story of your life, let no one else hold the pen. It's your journey, it's your story, and your novel to write. Thank you for listening. Thank you for reviewing. Speaking of reviews, Thank you so much for this review. It says, inspiring and meaningful conversations. This podcast is full of amazing conversations that always have powerful messages. The vulnerability and authenticity is profound, and I always leave this podcast feeling inspired, seen, and heard. I'm so grateful that you do, and thank you so much for your review. If you wish to feel alive again and take back the power in your life, take a listen to the preview of this book, 
head on over to the show notes and click on over to add this book to your cart today. And remember, everyone, always keep your unique light shining. Swear I won't forget this. Why do I regret this? In my mind, reckless. Thoughts are feeling endless. Sitting up, I'm breathless. Anxiety's infectious. I feel so defenseless, betrayed and embarrassed. I hate being open. I hate being broken. I feel like an ocean filled up with emotion. Anger ain't a potion. Rub it on like lotion. I can feel it soaking. Reopen. The scars have awoken. I can't move on till I let go. I feel so lost now. Never at home, need to be strong every breath hold, cause I can't move on till I